This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, we'd like to encourage anyone looking for the help with their digital marketing to get in touch with Site Visibility. Whether you have a burning digital marketing question, or you're looking for an agency to work with, they'd love to hear from you. Give them a call, plus four four one two seven three seven three three four three three, or you can fill out the form at sitevisibility.co.uk slash contact. Alternatively, you can speak to either Scott or Sean via the live chat function on the site. They'd be more than happy to help. Now, today I'm joined by Madeline Sklar, who is a Twitter marketing expert at madelinesklar.com. Madeline, how are you doing? I am great, Andy. How are you? I'm very, very well. And you're in um, sunny Texas, aren't you? I am. It's not not very sunny today, but yes, I'm in uh, Houston, Texas. Fantastic. I thought Texas was always sunny. It would always look sunny, you know, when I look watch Dallas. Not always. We're not, we don't get the sunniness of California. Ah. It seems like they they eternally have sunny days. So we got the mix. We get some sunny and we get some clouds. Hmm. Sorry to hear about that. Well, anyway, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you what you do. Sure. I have been doing digital marketing for 22 years, and I just love being an entrepreneur. I love community building, and I absolutely love social media and teaching people how to use it. And I've really hyper-focused on Twitter. Twitter is just one of those platforms that is fun, is easy. There's so much you can do with it. And I've been on a mission to teach people how to improve their business uh, with Twitter. So that, that's been my thing. I also host two different podcasts. Uh, I also host two Twitter chats. I guess I like to do things in twos. That seems kind of odd when I say it out loud. You know, it's like yeah. I have two of everything. But yes, I just love helping people. That's what I do. Now, I'm glad that we're going to talk about Twitter today because I th- think it's been quite a while since we've really dug into Twitter on this show. And it's probably a couple of years. What's been happening in Twitter? Has, has anything, any major events been happening in Twitter in the last year or two? There's been some updates and some changes and things that are going on with features. I would say in the last few years, uh, some of the bigger ones um, is that they have made a change with the algorithm. It went from where you went on Twitter, your tweets were in the reverse chronological order, meaning the most recent tweets were at the top of the page. Mm. Then they turn it into an algorithmic timeline. So it was more about the algorithm and putting top tweets in there and tweets you've missed while you were gone. And people wanted to go back to having recent tweets at the top. So what Twitter has done recently is they made it so that you can just click on a a button in Twitter and you can choose yourself which way you want it to be. And I love that. I love that they're giving us that flexibility instead of saying, hey, it's just this one way and you can't do anything about it. So that's been one of the more recent things. They're talking right now about maybe giving us an edit button finally, which is what everybody wants. They want to be able to edit. So when they are typing a tweet and there's a typo, 
you can go in real quick and change it, which, which would be awesome because otherwise you have to delete and start over. So uh-huh. that's been talk right now that they're saying, you know, could possibly happen soon. So that's yeah. exciting. That's really exciting news. Now, your sort of real area, Madeline, if I'm not mistaken, is sort of the, the use of Twitter as a, I mean, I'll use the term marketing as a fairly generic term, as a sort of marketing platform. What's the adoption like for, because I know a lot of people are on Twitter just for the fun of it, but what's the adoption like for people using it as a, as a proper sort of marketing platform? Oh, it is great. I, I tried to show people how I'm using it for my business. I tell people I get the majority of my business through Twitter. So as an entrepreneur, as a, a consultant, a social media coach, most of the people that hire me are from relationships I built on Twitter. Mm. And people are always surprised to hear this. But when we think about, you know, like, what do we do when we go on Twitter? We're having conversations with people. At least that's the proper way to use it. I know plenty of people, especially businesses, will get on Twitter and just push out information. You know, here's an article we wrote. Here's a book we wrote. Here's a course. Here's a webinar. And they don't do anything else. And that's not the proper way to use it. You want to get on there And in addition to posting things like that about you and your business, you also want to get on there and talk to people. We do that with other platforms. We want to do this with Twitter as well. And when you get on there and start communicating with people, you can build amazing relationships and you can build relationships with people who are like presidents of companies, like VPs, like even someone like Gary Vaynerchuk, who's like one of the most well-known in social media. He's written a bunch of books. He's like this big superstar. I've had Twitter conversations with him. That would not happen on Facebook. That would most likely not happen on Snapchat or Instagram, but it's possible on Twitter. So that's one of the things I love about Twitter. I've, I've tweeted with rock stars. Really? Like, where else can you do that on social media? Yeah. So Twitter Twitter can do a lot. Yeah. You mentioned about building relationships and um, having conversations and not just like tweeting out info and, and links to articles and things. Is that a common problem that you see with the use of Twitter? With, with having conversations? Or with not having conversations? Just using it as a, oh. as a dumping ground and an echo chamber? <laughs> There, there's a lot of that on there, and those are usually the people that say Twitter doesn't work for me. Yeah, and and, I, and that's when I come in and say, well, because you're doing it wrong. Like, like you can't just do that. You can't. That's with any social media platform. If I go on Facebook and I'm just posting articles, which I do, mm. if I do that and I do nothing else, I should not expect to get much out of it uh, because I'm not communicating. I'm not talking to people. I'm just pushing out information. And while it's good to put information out there, it helps to show you're an authority, you're an expert, especially if it's things you've written yourself that people can go read, uh, share that with with them on, on these social media platforms. But if you don't go on there and just have conversations and just talk to people not much is going to happen. One of the things I always recommend is what we call social listening is getting on these social media platforms and just listen to conversations. Just go in there and watch and see what are people talking about and find a place to jump into that and start conversing with them. So like with Twitter, for example, 
I, I like to use Twitter lists and, uh, and we can go into detail about that later, but yeah. with a Twitter list, I can kind of organize my Twitter feed. And one of the things I do is I have a Twitter list of top social media marketers that I want to watch on Twitter. So I put them in the list and all I have to do now is just look at this list and I can see all of their tweets. It cuts out all the noise, all the clutter on Twitter, and it's just focused on whoever I put in the list. And this is great because then I can just sit back, look at this list every day and see what are they posting? What are they talking about? And find something in there that I could go and say and reply and say, hey, this this article you shared really resonates with me mm. um, or, or, or something like that to spark that conversation. And then they could come back and reply and we could go back and forth and have a really meaningful conversation. So that's what makes Twitter and these other social media platforms so great is when we use it like that, where we're not just putting information out, but we're actually reading, we're listening, and then jumping in. Yeah. You mentioned um, Twitter lists there. and I, I, I want to come on to that later. And I also want to talk about some other tools as well. But before we go there, I want to talk a little bit about Twitter chats, because I know that this is an area that you're really good at and really interested in. Um, I'm not that familiar with what Twitter chats are. Tell us about Twitter chats. Yeah, Twitter chats... I just have to say are so cool. This is one of the best things you can do on Twitter. And it's basically getting a group of people together during a set time to have a conversation that revolves around a hashtag. So for example, I run a Twitter chat every week is called Twitter smarter. So it's the hashtag Twitter smarter, one word, no spaces. Yeah. And it's every Thursday afternoon at one o'clock Eastern. So if you were to go onto that chat at that time, you can just sit there and watch the conversation. You don't have to do anything. You can just sit there and watch it unfold and you'll see that there's a topic and there's a host and a guest. So I host it, I bring a guest on and we have a topic and for an hour I ask them questions revolving around the topic. Now, Everyone else who's there is invited to come and join in the conversation. So many times they'll answer the questions too, which is really cool because now you get this really fun, big conversation happening just by tweeting and yeah. it's just for an hour. So it's, it, there's so much learning that can go on for people that want to learn more about the topic. There is also a way where you can show your expertise. So if you know a lot about the topic and you can come on and just like the guest, you can answer the questions and get notice as an industry expert. And through all of this, Andy, while we're having this, com this big conversation, sometimes little side conversations go on. So mm -hmm. people are having little conversations and, and connecting and getting to know each other better. And by the end of the chat, those that didn't know each other have usually followed each other now and maybe even started DMing and just having, you know, uh, a more one-on-one -on -one kind of conversation to get to know each other better and maybe even collaborate. I've seen lots of people go on and collaborate together after meeting on mm. one of my Twitter chats, which, yeah. which I think is like the ultimate is like to see, see them go off and do something together, but know that they had met during one of the Twitter chats. This reminds me a little bit of um, 
webinars, Madeline, but I suspect they're not quite the same as webinars, are they? It's similar in the sense of you're there, you, you can be there to learn. You can come on to Twitter chats to learn about the topic. So let's say, actually, I do have uh, my Twitter smarter chat coming up soon where the topic is going to be on Twitter chats. So some people may look at that and go, oh, I want to learn more about Twitter chats. So they'll come on my Twitter chat to learn about Twitter <laughs> chats. That's a little, it's a little, little meta, but it's kind of yeah. cool. But then some people may go, huh, I know a lot about Twitter chat, so I'll have plenty to contribute. So when Madeline asked the questions to the guests, I could jump in too and answer and share share my my opinions. So it is just a really neat way to start conversations with people yeah. and learn more about them. Now I know another area that you're you're really um, interested in is video, isn't it? How does because I I'd actually forgotten you can do video on Twitter. Uh, which doesn't look very yeah, good for yeah. me. I completely forgot. <laughs> how does it work and how, how's, how's best to use it? I love video. I have really gone, gone all in on video. And I think your listeners, if I just want you all to know, if you have not been using video on any of your social media, now is a time to really dive into it because video is becoming very popular. It's becoming really the main way for online communications. Um, and with Twitter, we have the ability to do a video that is up to two minutes and 20 seconds. So we can do some, some, uh, you know, not super long, but that's a, a nice size of a, of a video, but I prefer short, I prefer short, little, small, personalized videos. So the way this works is on the desktop you can, you, you're only able to upload a video that you've already pre-recorded. So if you have yeah. something you recorded, you can upload it through your desktop, but on your phone, on the Twitter mobile app, you can actually tweet out a video right from your phone. Like you can just go on your phone, open it up, the, the Twitter app, go as if you're composing a tweet, you would, you know, go to the compose tweet and then you look for the little camera icon and oh. then point it at you and just make a video right okay. there on your phone, right on the spot. So you can do live video making then on it, on, on the mobile. You can do live or you can do recorded. Yeah. So when you go to the camera icon, you will see the choice there. One of the buttons does say live and you can tap on that and go live right this moment on Twitter. And what's great about this is that if you ever use Periscope, Periscope is owned by Twitter. So if you do this through Twitter, it will automatically simultaneously be live on your Periscope. And then when it's done, it saves it on your Periscope, but you do not have to have a Periscope account to do a live Twitter video, which is great because a few years back, that was the only way to do it. It was tied into a Periscope account, but, but you know, if you do not have Periscope, that's okay. So that's so great now that you can just go to compose a tweet, hit the live video and just start a live video right this moment. And that is powerful. What I like to do is what I call video replies. Yeah. And so what I will do is, and I'm on a mission to, to teach this to others and get them to do it too, because it is so incredibly powerful. So what you do, and I would love for everybody listening to do this, you go into on your, on your mobile, 
device, you go into the Twitter app, go to your notifications, go see who's tweeting you. So for me, this would be everyone who's tweeted at Madeline Sklar, because that's my Twitter handle. So I would go through and look at all the tweets that are directed at me. And when I reply, like, let's say, Andy, that after we're done recording that you do a, a tweet like, hey, I just had this great conversation with at Madeline Sklar talking about Twitter. Yeah. Now, normally I get a tweet like that and I'm going to reply back and I'm just going to type it and say, oh, hey, Andy, thank you so much. I had a great time. Can't wait for the episode to come out. Mm. But instead, what I can do is when I'm in the reply mode, I can tap on the camera icon, point the camera at me and just start talking. And what I'm doing is I'm making a personalized video for you. So I could talk into the, to the camera and say, Hey Andy, thank you so much. I had a great time. I can just say whatever and record it. And, and as I said before, we get up to two minutes and 20 seconds. But what I want to do is just do a short six second, 10 second, just something short but it's personalized. It's just for you. So when you open your Twitter the next time and you go through your notifications and you see, Oh, Madeline replied to my tweet. You're not expecting a a personalized video of me talking directly to you. (laughs) That's what makes this great. That is that surprise and delight that people get from it when they're on the receiving end. Yeah. Also is, is making that person feel good. I've had so many people, Andy, tell me, They'll say, Madeline, I remember the first time we connected on Twitter and you sent me a video and I always remember how you made me feel when Mm -hmm. we met. And that is powerful. And where else on social media could you really do something like that? I mean, you could technically do it on Snapchat. You could do it with Instagram. You know, those are the two platforms that are very video heavy. Yeah. But no one thinks to do the same thing on Twitter. So I, I tell people, hey, when you're doing Instagram stories, because these days everyone's really into Instagram stories, I tell them you can do the same type of videos on your Twitter. So it's something to think about to, you know, kind of dip the toe in and into the waters and give it a try. And I think everyone listening, if you try this, you'll be pleasantly surprised at the results you get. The engagement is higher. Yeah. It, it'll, you, it makes you memorable. There's so many pluses to doing it. And it doesn't take a whole lot of extra time. I mean, if you think about it, when you're replying to a tweet, so somebody sends you a tweet, you reply back, you're just typing in a quick message. Mm. It doesn't take that much more time to make a video of you saying, hi, thank you, I appreciate it, done. Yeah, You know, yeah. super quick. And these replies, Madeline, are they only visible to the, um, I'm trying to think of the right word, the, the replyee? <laughs> yeah, when you, when you hit reply, when you're doing tweets, and if, if you sent me a tweet, Andy, and I replied to it, hmm. it's public, because, it, you know, if we did a direct message, it would be private, right. no one could see it. Okay. But, but if, yeah. if, if I reply to you, or you reply to me, it'll show up in the feed, if people follow both of us. Yeah. Okay. If they don't, if they don't follow both of us, they'll see, you know, if they'll say they just follow you, they, you know, if they just go to your Twitter feed, they'll, you know, they could go see it in there and same with me. But, but yeah, you know, replying is a good way to keep the clutter down because it doesn't show up in the feed for everyone. Right. I want to talk about Twitter lists and um, a couple of other tools actually, but 
I know that you're really big into Twitter lists. You mentioned it before. And they're quite useful, aren't they? Especially for organizing your feed. Is that right? Absolutely. It is definitely the best way to keep things organized. Because what happens is, Andy... Once we're like really getting into Twitter, we're following people, people are following back, we're building up this big presence. Every time you go into Twitter, it shows you the the home feed. And the home feed are all the tweets of everyone that you follow. Yeah. And over time, that can build up. Like I follow a lot of people. So it is so cluttered. There's so much noise. It can be really hard to go through it. Yeah. It's fun to go through. But but I, there are times where I want to look for very specific people. Like I mentioned earlier about, you know, having a list of just what I call social media smarties. That's actually the name of the list, social media smarties. And I put all these great social media marketers in there. So it helps me keep that feed very organized. And I choose who I want to put in there. And what's great is very flexible. I can add someone in, I could take someone out. I can, you know, kind of keep this however I want at any time. I can do it on mobile or I can do it on desktop. So that, and this is public, you know, anyone can see this. If you go to my profile, you can see that I have lots and lots of Twitter lists. When they're public, you're actually curating this that other people can go and subscribe to. So if you go to any of my uh, public lists, you'll see there's a subscribe button when you go inside of it. And you might go, oh, I, I really like this list, Madeline May. Like I have one of all the guests I've had on my podcast. Yeah. I have one that's of all the guests on my Twitter chats. That can be really useful for some people. Um, but I also have lots of lists that are private. They're from my eyes only. Hmm. So maybe you want to make a list of competitors. And what you're doing is you're basically curating this feed of like just the people you want to look at. So let's say you make one is private and it's, it's of all your competitors. No one else will see the list because it's not public, it's just private, for just for your eyes only. And at any time, you can go look at that list, and all you're looking at is the people you put in there, these competitors, and you can see what are they tweeting about. It's just showing you their tweets. There's so many ways to use it, you know, you know, to organize, to, you know, keep a watch for competitors, to uh, showcase, like with my uh, guests from the Twitter chat uh, and the podcast, podcast. And I love that people can subscribe to it. So as you can see, there's some really great uses for it. Yeah. You mentioned there about um, public and private lists. Do you have to be a bit careful? Because I always remember several years ago, suddenly getting, I can't remember if it was a, it was probably an email or, or some sort of message. It might've come from Twitter saying, oh, such and such has added you to the, and one of them was quite complimentary. It was something like, oh, a podcasting experts list. But one of them was slightly uh-huh. derogatory, like like social media <laughs> bozos or something. Right, right. Yeah. So one of the, the features of this is when you create a public list And let's say you created one of your podcast guests and you add me to it. I'm going to get a notification that says it'll show your Twitter username Mm. and it'll say that you added me to the and whatever the list name is. So when I had mentioned my social media smarties list, I purposely called it that because who wouldn't get excited to be added to a list called social media smarties? Oh yeah. It makes that person feel good. So it's a little 
way, like almost like this little tactic of getting seen and getting known. Because when you do this, when you add someone to a Twitter list that you've created, they're going to get that notification as a single notification. And what I mean by that is when you like tweets and you reply to tweets, let's say you're doing that right now, you're on my Twitter profile, you're liking my tweets, you're retweeting. When I look at my notifications, they group likes and retweets together. Like it'll show like you and 10 other people like to tweet that I did this morning, you and 20 other people retweet. So it's real easy to get lost in that. But when you add someone to a Twitter list, they, they get a, a notification that's a singular notification that says, you added me to your list. And so you could definitely stand out whether it's complimentary or derogatory, like you were just <laughs> showing examples of. So, it, you know, I would do it in a complimentary way because what a simple, easy way to get on someone's radar. Mm. Now, what about other tools? Because I'm, I'm thinking tools that I have used in the past with Twitter. Uh, well, I think of a couple of examples. Yeah, one of them would be Hootsuite, which I think is still going. Uh, and the other one was Buffer. Are you are you more of a purist? Do you think you should always just stick to the, the you know the Twitter's own client, or are you an advocate of other tools? I love tools, yeah. and I will be happy to tell you why. Tools save us time, which saves us money. Mm. So tools can be very helpful. Now, prior to tools, we had to do everything manually. So you couldn't schedule tweets. You couldn't do anything other than showing up 10 or 20. If you're, if you're like me and you're a power user, you had to like literally show up 10 or 20 times every day throughout the day to do things. And this has been a way to cut down on all that because here's an example. So in the morning, I'll go and read a bunch of articles about my industry. What's going on in social media? What's going on with Twitter? Mm. And as I read these articles, I'll take the ones that that look like they'll resonate well with my community. So I want to share it on Twitter. Now, I can't go on Twitter and just go do tweet after tweet at like five tweets in a row sharing all these five cool articles because people will go, Madeline, you're cluttering up the feed. Stop doing that. Yeah. We certainly would not go to our Facebook and, and type in five posts, one after the other after the other. So scheduling allows us to spread that out so that way the feed is not cluttered. So I'll read these articles and I use buffer for scheduling and I will put them into my buffer queue. So now these will be spread out is it just evens out my Twitter feed, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, there's so many tools out there. I also use Hootsuite. So when I talked earlier about social listening, yeah. Hootsuite is really great for that. Or if you prefer TweetDeck, TweetDeck does TweetDeck is really the same thing as Hootsuite. I mean, mm. it's basically the same thing. It's just two different companies. Uh, TweetDeck is owned by Twitter. Uh, Hootsuite is its own company. And what I love about, and I just prefer Hootsuite, but what I love to do is go on Hootsuite and I put my Twitter list that I was talking about into Hootsuite. And now I can quickly and easily look at those streams. I can just see all the different streams yeah. or feeds and see what's going on very quickly because they're in columns. So I could have maybe four or five columns up on the screen on my computer monitor and easily look at what's going on all over the place simply and easily. So I love the tool for that. And what's great is that these tools have a free version. So everyone can try these out and see if you like it. 
Um, I don't know if you want to go deeper into tools because there's lots of great tools. And I can talk all day about tools. I love tools. Well, I'd say well, I would love to go deeper, but we're we're already at twenty eight minutes. <laughs> we we'd better get to the top tip and then close the okay. show. But anyone wanting okay. to um, dig down into your your vast knowledge of Twitter, uh, I guess MadelineSclar dot com is a place to go, isn't it? We'll come onto that in the yes. uh, tell us about yourself bit. Um, so we've have covered quite a lot of different areas in in twitter today what would be your one top tip for our audience well i think the biggest tip is to get on twitter and be on there consistently it's easy to just hop on when you have a few minutes and you know then we get busy and then maybe you're not on it for three days, four days, maybe a week later. Mm. The best thing to do is to be on there every day and be consistent. Get out there and tweet regularly. Talk to people. Have conversations. It is a really great platform to connect with people. And when you start doing this every single day, you can go check, go into your, your stats the metrics, and you will see everything going up. You'll see that the engagement's going up. You'll see that people are, are retweeting you. You'll see that people are liking your tweets. You'll just see more and more. But it starts with being very consistent, getting on there every day. Makes a difference. Yeah. It sounds like the, my old rubbish joke of if you cast your loaves upon the waters, you get tuna sandwiches back. <laughs> right i love that um well thanks so much for coming on the show today how can our listeners find out more about you the best place would be my website madelinesclar.com and because i'm on twitter so much you can always send me a tweet at madeline Sklar. and i'll just spell that out because it's, it's m-a-d-a-l-y-n for november s-k-l-a-r isn't it yes that's it fantastic Thanks, Madeline. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. The show notes will be in the usual place at sitevisibility.co.uk slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, we would encourage you to leave a review because that would be great. Um, if you want to suggest something to us, like a question or suggestions for the show, the email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. You can tweet us at sitevisibility. Uh, and also don't forget the LinkedIn group there's a site visibility LinkedIn group well that's all from me Andy and it's all from Madeline thank you so much for having me on I really enjoyed this it's an absolute pleasure Madeline and we'll see you next time on internet marketing One in two women wear the wrong foundation. Are you? Time to upgrade. Il Maquillage is the boldest new brand in beauty. With 20,000 five-star reviews, their Woke Up Like This foundation is a bestseller for a reason. Available in 50 shades of flawless natural coverage, all cruelty-free. And with Try Before You Buy, it's risk-free. Take the Power Match quiz to find your perfect shade and try it free for 14 days. Go to ilmakiage.com quiz. That's I-L-M-A-K-I-A-G-E dot com slash quiz.